0: The WBEN All Local. All Local. A daily look at what's happening in Buffalo, Western New York, and the world.
1: I'm Susan Rose.
2: I'm Brian Mesrowski.
1: Here are the stories we're following Tuesday, July 18th.
2: The first licensed recreational marijuana dispensary set to open today in Western New York.
1: Reward money will begin to be paid out for the capture of Michael Burham.
2: A status report
3: on the Hamburg Water Tower. Regardless of what it needs, what it will be painted as it needs to be painted. I'm Tom Puckett talking with Supervisor Randy Hoke coming up.
1: The Warren County DA's office in Pennsylvania will provide an update this afternoon on the investigation into the escape and capture of Michael Burham, the murder suspect who was taken into custody Saturday, nine days after he escaped from the Warren County jail. Officials will also be paying out a cash reward for Burham's capture to Tucker, the six-year-old chocolate lab who helped end the manhunt.
0: Tucker's owners, Ron and Cindy, were enjoying a quiet Saturday afternoon on their patio in Warren County, Pennsylvania, when all of a sudden Tucker bolted, running deep into their backyard, and began barking loudly.
4: We started driving the golf cart over, and Cindy was out walking, trying to get the dog, and this guy stands up from behind the bank, and I said, what are you doing? He says, camping.
0: The courageous K-9 had come face to face with Michael Burham, the homicide and arson suspect who had eluded authorities for more than a week after escaping from jail. Ron and Cindy rushing home and immediately calling 911. Hours later, Burham was captured by police.
1: That's Andrew Dimbert. A total reward of $22,000 was offered for information leading to Burham's capture. It's possible that the other groups that put up money, including the U.S. Marshals and Pennsylvania Crime Stoppers, will present their rewards
2: at another time. New clues in the serial killings on New York's Long Island. Police searching storage units and the home of Rex Hewerman Combing through what they call a mountain of evidence, including a quarter million dollars worth of guns. More than 200 firearms, they say, were found in his basement. Double what he had legally registered. The 59-year-old architect and married father is accused of killing at least three women
0: in late 2010. Their bodies were found within a quarter mile of each other. The victims were all petite, in their 20s, and sex workers. Police say he secretly solicited the women using burner phones. Hureman's lawyer dismissing the allegations, saying there is nothing that would suggest that he is involved in these incidents. Neighbors reacting
1: to the
4: arrest. He was a strange guy. His wife was a strange person.
2: Lionel Moise with the latest that investigation ongoing.
1: A Bills fan's travel nightmare turned into the road trip of a lifetime with Sean McDermott. WBEN's Brayton Wilson is here with the story.
0: West Seneca native Jason Gunther was on his way home from Greensboro, North Carolina on Sunday where he had a layover flight in Atlanta that eventually got canceled because of mechanical issues. While waiting at the airport, that's where Gunther saw Bill's head coach Sean McDermott, who was also on his way back to Western New York following a softball tournament for his daughter. After a short while of talking and waiting at the airport, McDermott and Gunther decided to book a flight together to Pittsburgh, where they then rented a car and drove from Pittsburgh back to Buffalo. Being an ice hockey coach at Nichols School, Gunther says he took a lot from their conversation on the car ride home, which primarily centered around coaching and their philosophies as coaches. It
4: was the, probably the best three and a half hours of my life, because I have nothing but respect for him as a coach, and I'm a player's coach as far as, you know, I, I like to coach the individual first and then the player, and I, I apply that to my ice hockey coaching, and you know, obviously watching his successes with the Buffalo Bills, I feel like he is best as a coach as it is from a, a players standpoint because you know they have the utmost respect for him and they truly want to play for him they want to be here they don't ask for more money they, they come here and he just done it right and that's why i feel like the bills are, are going to go all the way
0: as for the biggest takeaway from that car ride gunther says it was the fact that as a coach despite always being looked at as a teacher you're still learning while on the job even though gunther has met mcdermott on a number of occasions and knows the type of coach he is the one thing that stood out to him this time around is just how normal of a guy he is off the field and away from the game of
4: football even when i said my, i didn't and I expect this to happen today, and he's just like just a regular guy bringing my daughter home from softball. And, and that's, I think, something that the NFL and the NHL and certain guys have gotten away from in the years, and I think Sean McDermott is a great example for other coaches and just for future coaches to kind of be that just regular normal guy that's just coaching a sport that he loves and doing what he loves and taking care of his family.
0: Hear more from Gunther's Journey with Sean McDermott available on our website. Brayton Wilson,
2: WBEN.com News. Wow, what a story.
1: It really is. A uh,
2: really cool thing that somebody was able to do. And uh, you have to imagine that is a trip he'd be talking about for the rest of his life. For
1: sure. And check out the picture, too. It's a great picture that of Gunther and McDermott together at the airport in front of the board that says canceled flights.
2: Yeah. Um, I, I wonder what was going through Sean McDermott's head. Guy comes out. I mean, you know, he probably gets that a lot. Western right. New York. Hey, how's it going? You know, and you have everything from totally normal guy to crazy fan, sure. right? Coming up to you, like, all right, which one is this? And then how long are you talking to this guy before you figure out, all right, you yeah, know, we'll do a car. Right. <laughs> we can, uh, he must have thought he together. was okay. He must have. uh Pretty interesting there. Check it out again, WBEN.com. Well, a giant hamburger for Hamburg. Taking one step closer to becoming reality, WBEN's uh, Tom Pocket has the latest.
3: As the Hamburg Water Tower Committee has a hamburger painting in mind, Supervisor Randy Hoke agrees on one thing.
4: Regardless of what it needs, what it will be painted as, it needs to be painted. Currently, it exists as an eyesore, and the town board is looking to, to, to cover to cover that, to resurface the structure, uh, so it's more aesthetically pleasing
3: to folks that pass by. Hoke says the town board recently approved a structural integrity assessment of the water tower. We're going to take a look to make sure that the structure is safe. Uh, if it is safe, then we're going
4: to uh, take a look at uh, at funding for, for painting. Once we're able to identify the funding for painting, then we're going to work collaboratively with the Hamburg Water Tower project um, to look at options to add the artwork to the structure. How
3: much could this project cost?
4: It could cost uh, at, at least half a million dollars to to repaint the structure. Um, and then whatever funds the, uh, the Hamburg water tower project brings to the table and the private funds that were raised for the artwork that would then overlay the paint job that the town of Hamburg would be providing.
3: What about the design of the repainted tower? Find out who gets the final say online. Tom Puckett, WBEN.com News.
1: Tom, thanks. And our WBEN.com web poll today, transforming the Hamburg water tower into a giant hamburger. Thumbs up or thumbs down? Right now, 73%, the biggest block of voters, are giving it a thumbs up. You can check in, too, on the right side of our page at WBEN.com.
2: Western New York's first legal recreational marijuana dispensary set to open its doors later today. Dank will open at 420 this afternoon at 501 Main Street, downtown, a few days earlier than previously announced.
3: We really don't know what to expect. We have a set of security guidelines that we're following as far as a vaulted system. We've got like a bulletproof film on all the windows. so Although you would be able to crack the old window, you're not coming through. We're going to have two Buffalo police officers there, not on duty, off duty, at all times it was very tough at first but i said got very lucky to
2: f- slide into a place i guess i'm announcing it now downtown at 501 main
3: it, it's a good place we're really really happy to be on that block after it's all said and done
2: its owner aaron van camp more with him he joined us earlier this morning available over at wben.com joining them will be herbal iq on transit road in Depew. they're slated to open on friday only a dozen or so licensed dispensaries have so far opened up across the state, even though it's been years since the state legalized marijuana. The exclusive WBN 7 weather forecast for the day today calls for areas of smoke this morning. Otherwise, we'll see a mixture of clouds and sunshine and a shower or a thunderstorm will pop into this afternoon, especially north and east of Buffalo and also south of of Buffalo, the high temperature into the upper 70s with a southwesterly breeze. Tonight, in the wake of our cold front, the sky clears, the air quality improves, the low temperature in the upper 50s and low 60s. Tomorrow brings plenty of sunshine. It looks pleasantly warm and dry with a gentle breeze, the high temperature near 80. With your exclusive WBN 7 Weather Forecast, I'm meteorologist Josh Nichols.
1: Aaron Van Camp is joining us this morning on WBEN, the owner of Dank, Western New York's first state licensed recreational marijuana dispensary at 501 Main Street downtown. Aaron, good morning. You did it.
3: Good morning. How are you doing?
1: Good. How does it feel to get to opening day?
3: Um scary at this point. It's still a work in progress somewhat. Everything's brand new. We're the first. So it's definitely um, I'm just scared. It's going to be a Wild couple of days, I think, and then hopefully we work out the kinks sooner rather than later and, and have it
2: smooth. But I'm just
3: trying to think, think in my head right now what kind of problems we can work out right now before we open and like make things as smooth as possible for people who are expecting quite a crowd.
2: That opening happening in just a few hours, the first recreational dispensary here in western New York to open its doors. People have known kind of where you are on Main Street in Buffalo for some time. What's the interest been like? Do you have people stopping by and, you know, kind of seeing when are you guys opening? uh, What do you have in stock?
3: Yeah, I'd say we have people coming and trying to open the door maybe five to seven times an hour for like the last three or four days. Um, it's just, I, I try to get out there and open and let them know when we're opening, but it's, you, you just hear the jiggle and you'll see somebody at the door and then they're looking in the window. Um, so it's, it's definitely been quite a bit of interest down there from us and people are ready for us. All our neighbors have been super cooperative, cooperative, the people at E Cafe, Casa de Pizza, Masudo Chow's. They're all like totally behind this and, and super happy that we're opening. We've been showing them a lot of business and we're hoping that the people that stop down will, will bring some business over their way too.
1: Aaron, what exactly are you selling?
3: Um, we have everything basically that you'd find in a a dispensary in California. We have all the vape cartridges, disposable vapes, tons of flour, lots of edibles, a few concentrates, the the concentrates we have now we're happy with. We did a a real hard job of finding them. Like we're not the kind of people who are just going to put a product on the shelf just to have it. We want to make sure it's good. And we don't anticipate like real good concentrates coming until like maybe October with the newer refresher crop coming through. Um, We've got some tinctures, some bombs. We're not super – we don't have a lot of that variety yet. We're unsure how, how it's going to go. Like, I don't know. I don't use tincture myself, so it's something maybe I'm naive to uh, the amount of people that will come and get it. But it's something that we definitely have there for people. Um, is there anything I'm leaving out that you guys can
2: think of? We- <laughs> You've got a lot there. And I'm wondering – so you mentioned some of these things. What sets you apart from a sticker shop, you know, one of these unlicensed stores – from uh, something you'd find down on the uh, Native American reservation that's been open for a year or so.
3: i I gotta cut you off i gotta we're we're talking apples and oranges there the native americans are what they're doing is perfectly legal they're they're totally allowed so we're we're not ever going to say that we're not putting them in a bracket with sticker shops at any point ever i have good friends there there's guys down there that want to get it right that are doing it right that are lab testing we're not ever putting them in the same bracket as a sticker shop as well as sticker shops there are some good people who own sticker shops but If you don't know the owner, you're at the risk of going somewhere that you could definitely get a product that's been sprayed. You don't know what that's going to do to you, your future children, your brain. There's a lot of weird things that go on there. Not only that, and I'm not saying that people are going to do that. What I'm saying is I've seen where a lot of that stuff's grown in California. They're paying people $5 an hour in sweatshop-like conditions to do the trimming and do the gardening out there. You don't want to support that. That's not something good. That's like we're Buffalo we're a blue collar city. Like you want people, people deserve a living wage. It's that's, that's a big issue. That's not being touched on here. That's really who's producing the marijuana in California, in Oklahoma. And it's really disgusting to see some of the conditions that they're working. In. It's not, it's not a good situation at all whatsoever. Um. So you're getting, you're, you're getting safe. You're getting lab tested. You're getting something you, know, you know is grown locally, right? Not for shopping with me. We're carrying a ton of local brands. You know, you're supporting people out here, like real farmers, people that need it, like Western New Yorkers, um, and you're getting us. I mean, we're, we have a good staff here. We've got, like, a lot of different people. You're going to run in some interesting characters that work for me um, in a, just a good, safe environment as well. You know you're not going to get raided. Do you want your boss to see you getting dragged out in handcuffs at a sticker shop? I don't, that's not a good look for a lot of people. So, like, here you know that's not going on. You're also doing a confidential ad with us. We're not asking you who you are or where you're from. We're not taking your information. We don't want your email address. You're Basically, we need to see that you're 21. We need to see that your ID is okay. And then you're on your way we're not in your business we're not nothing you're not gonna be getting text messages from us or anything like that unless you want to if you, if you want to, like if you do want us reach out we will have programs but we're not forcing anyone as far as taking your information to to use later anything like that that's going on with data um, but that's pretty much it I'm sorry I went on the ramp but we just I want to be very clear with the Native Americans and the sticker shops that they're not not the same though it's a very important subject for people to understand
1: Sure. Okay. You did a good job explaining that too. What I'm sorry. what kind of payment do you accept?
3: Um, right now we've basically got everything. I, I do recommend if you have the option to bring cash or use the ATM, that will be your cheapest option. Like if you're using the ATM, I'm covering your fee for you. There's gonna be no fee there. The credit card fees because this is something that's new and they're using different methods to meet federal guidelines, the fees are, are expensive, but we do accept it. On um, The PIN debit, I believe, is a, a little cheaper than the credit card to use, and we have the regular debit, debit as well. We've got all the forms of payment there for you, but I recommend cash is the easiest, best option, and or ATM is free if you need to get the cash there because I'm covering that 350 for you.
2: So uh, I, maybe this is getting a little too technical, but you can use credit cards. That's usually not an option at a lot of places in other states or if you've uh, bought weed somewhere before.
3: Yeah, it's, it's new to us. I mean, we've we basically got it cleared. Like, New York State knows what's going on. Um, it's it's on the up and up. The payment, the, our, our POS system, people know what's going on. Our POS system, people weren't the happiest because we converted to the system to be able to use the credit cards. But I've used it, actually, at William Jane and Ithaca. Those are great guys. They steered us in that direction. Um, they've been extremely helpful in us opening and just giving us different pointers. But I, I've actually used my American Express to purchase it there. It went through good. Like I said, there is a, a charge for it, and it's not – I wasn't happy. I was like – I wanted to do it just to see because, like you said, it's, it's not something that's been done, so I felt happy like I did something nobody I knew did before. But at the end of the day, I'm like, oh, I would have rather saved the $7, so like, I probably just should have used cash, but it was, it's, it's an option that's there for people that want to go that route.
1: The second legal dispensary, Herbal IQ, opens Friday on Transit Road in Depew. Do you know the owner? Are you guys working together at all?
3: no i've I've never met him, to be honest,
1: okay. I wasn't sure if that was uh, something that you guys were kind of this is so new, right? to Western New York. I didn't know if you guys were kind oh, yeah.
3: of I, I work with I work with five other licensees. They'll be there today. We have it's not any sort of a group. We're just all friendly. We're about like a, a collaboration type thing. but we haven't met with him.
2: So you're expecting who knows what, right? Um, a lot of is un, a lot of this is unknown. But are you maybe thinking the first week or so, long lines out the door? Maybe be a uh, patient if you're one of the first or wanna be.
3: Um, I don't know what to expect. I didn't think anybody was going to show up until yesterday, and then it got announced, and we added like 300 Instagram followers, which I that's like, I guess that's a lot for very quick and. and People are like, oh, a lot of those people want to come. And then as far as like people stopping by this week, it started to make me believe there's going to be a line. And I'm starting to get scared of that now. Like we aren't, it's like I said, we have a small location. I feel like we're perfectly equipped to serve people on a day-to-day, but I don't think we're best equipped for a huge grand opening. So like that's somewhat scary, but I think I've been perfectly honest. Like I'm very active, like in, in a lot of different marijuana communities out here online and with the discords and the reddits and et cetera. Um, I think people know I've been transparent, like for the most part, and it just is what it is. I, we're going to be fine day to day. I am scared of the opening and the amount of people that are going to be down there, but it is a good it's a good problem to have. I'm not complaining. Cause it's like we're going to have a lot of business, but at the same time, I, I want people to be happy. So it's like I don't I know I'm not going to be super happy standing in line. So we're trying to get people through as quick as possible and. Just get it it down to where it's going to be more of a steady flow. Like we've been to the other places downstate, and there's not lines on a day-to-day. It's more of like a steady flow, five, six customers at a time, constantly coming throughout the day. They're very busy, but it's not overwhelming. We think we might be a little overwhelmed today, but we just know we need to get this rolling, and Russian New York needs recreational marijuana.
1: Aaron, uh, best of luck today and in the future. Thanks for joining us.
3: I always appreciate you.
1: Sure. Aaron Van Camp. He's the owner of Dank, the first- State Licensed Recreational Marijuana Dispensary at 501 Main Street, downtown.
0: That's the WBEN All Local. All new episodes are made available each weekday morning. Produced by the award-winning WBEN Newsroom.